Hey guys, welcome to episode number 26 of the Mimi B Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard, and you're listening to the Mimi B Magazine podcast, a lifestyle podcast all on health, relationships, sex, career, and self-development. This podcast is designed to entertain, inspire, and to motivate you to become the best version of yourself possible. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hey guys, I'm here with my friend Frankie Gaff. She used to film with me on Made in Chelsea. Since then, we both have left the show, but (laughs) we've stayed in touch. And we have gotten so many questions on my Instagram and on her Instagram uh, for us today. And we thought we'd record a podcast. Hi guys. Hey. (laughs) So if you guys don't know Frankie and you're not, um, and you haven't found me through Made in Chelsea, the show that I used to be on, Frankie, do you want to tell them a bit about yourself? Um, so I am 24. I'm living in London. I was on the reality TV show with Mimi. That's how we met. Uh, I left about six or seven months ago and I'm now just doing lots of social media stuff. Um, doing like lots of beauty, traveling, fashion. So yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so great. Yeah. I left Maine Chelsea around the same time and yeah, I guess, like, we've both been so loved up at the moment, so mm. <laughs> haven't even seen each other that much, and I think, yeah, kind of goes hand in hand in, like, leaving if you have a great, healthy relationship. Yeah. <laughs> For yeah. you guys that don't know, Made in Chelsea is kind of, like, the hills of the UK, so it's, like, a reality show. Um, yeah, which, like, fo- focuses heavily on relationships. It's yeah. kind of, it's kind of like a dating show. Yeah, it's a dating show. Like, you pick kind of who you date, but then... It just, yeah, it just follows the relationships, really. Yeah, and if you have a healthy, happy relationship, <laughs> yeah. you don't usually on the show, actually. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm still sick, so I'm really sorry about my voice. I'm, like, so stuffed up. I've been in bed literally for the past three days, but I've still been recording podcasts, which is good. Um, so excuse my, like, brain today, please. <laughs> Should we get right into the questions? Yeah. Okay, so... I put on my Insta story, and so did you. We got a ton of questions about skin. And Frankie posts a lot on her Instagram about skin and what products she uses and, like, her favorite glowing products because she has great skin. And, yeah, what kind of, like, let's start from, like, the the simple basic stuff. Okay. What's your favorite products? Like, have you always had good skin? Like, what affects your skin? All that jazz. So... Growing up, I I think my skin was my biggest insecurity. I've never had really bad skin ever, but I always used to get little breakouts, which I still do, but not as much, um, around my chin. And it was always on my chin. I've never had like, you know how some people get forehead breakouts? Isn't or, like, chin hormonal? Yeah, apparently. So yeah. yeah. But mine is literally always around my mouth and I've hated it. And it became a thing where when I was like single and I was at uni and I would meet a guy or go on a date with a guy he'd always say to me why do you always cover your mouth and it was it became this thing because I was so insecure about and it sounds silly because it wasn't it was probably like three or four spots but they were all together so it'd feel like more. a massive so I just yeah. yeah I started doing this thing where I'd literally just have my hand over my mouth the entire time and people were picking up on it and like even my fa- family were picking up on it and it was you're just, just always covering it while you're talking yeah. so I'd literally sit like this Aww. or like I'd yeah, it was really weird. So I've always, I've always, because it was such big insecurity, I've then now, as I've got older and you sort of, you start working and stuff and you have more money of your own and you can choose where you spend it, I've really 
focus a lot on yeah skincare and I've tried so many different things so many different brands I think I've wasted like I yeah I just I'm the type of person that I'll see something if someone said it's good I'd be like right I want it I want to try it yeah and I I've just sort of yeah I feel like I've sort of tried everything now and I feel like I'm finally at a point where I've got like my skincare range which I know works for me what is it tell me all about it 111 Skin. Yeah. We yeah, both yeah. use this brand, 111 Skin, <laughs> and we love their stuff. So I started using their products about two years ago. And I started off with their sheet masks, which were amazing. And then now I literally use everything. So I use their cleansers, their toners, their serums, their moisturizers, um, and all their sheet masks as well. And I absolutely swear by the brand. I think it's amazing. Have you tried their like chest? Um, they have those sheet masks yeah. for neck and chest as well. They literally just sent me a package yesterday. The black diamond ones. Yes. Have you tried that? I've tried the face, but I haven't put it on my neck yet. Uh, okay. What's your favorite product from them? I need specifics. Um, okay. So I think my favorite product is the sheet masks. Which, which one? The, the rose but, gold one or the... No, I like the silver one. I think it's called the biocellulose. Yeah, biocellulose. And that was the first product I ever tried from them and I still I think that's like my favorite product how often do you use it so I'd say I use sheet there I'll use one of their sheet masks at least three or four times a week shut up which quite a lot that's so expensive for yeah. paying people this is the issue right <laughs> is that I I obviously post a lot about it on my stories and my Instagram and stuff this brand because I'm not endorsed by them at all but I just I think that skin is quite a big deal now for a lot of girls and it's one of the biggest questions I get asked so if I find something I like I will post about it a lot um just because I think it might maybe it'll help someone and a lot of the response I get is like this is great but it's really expensive like is there can you suggest like a more affordable brand so it's tricky because it is the quality is usually more expensive you know you can find those rare finds that are really cheap and work really well like the bio oil or something. Yeah. But like typically from my experience too, really good quality brands that work are more expensive. Yeah. And I think everyone spends money on different things, don't they? So there's some girls out there who have like a crazy wardrobe full of like Chanel, Prada, you know, like everything that I'm not, I'm much, I will spend all my money on makeup and skincare. And I, cause I, I love like high street brands like Zara. Yeah, I do. You know? And I care more about my skin yeah. than what I'm wearing um so yeah I think that brand has definitely changed my life and also if like the cleansers and the toes and stuff they are expensive but they're not I would say they're midway like they're not cheap but they're not as expensive how much are they for like a toner I think about 30 40 quid oh really I think so I don't know I could be wrong okay guys don't take what we're saying seriously we don't aren't sure but yeah it's not like hundreds and hundreds yeah they but, have a great brand though, so I actually go to their cryotherapy chamber in oh, yeah. in Harvey Nichols. For they the body thing. Yeah, yeah, so you go into this like I think it's like minus like eighty or ninety degrees, and you go in there for like three or four minutes, and it's so good for your lymphatic system to wake your body up mm. to kill old cells. Like there's so many great benefits to cryotherapy. I actually haven't gone in a while, but I need to go. I've tried it once, and you I was, probably hated it. Did no, you hate it? No, I didn't hate it. I was like, okay, fine, that was good. Like felt quite energized afterwards, and then got home, and like for some reason, I was so sick for like <gasps> you were throwing up twelve hours, but I don't think it was. No, like it had related. No. no, I think it was something I ate or something. But because that happened directly afterwards, no. now I'm like, I'm scared to go and do it again. But I've heard like so many of my friends use it as well, and I've heard like, yeah. great things about it. So yeah, 
even like if I don't have time to go all the way there, I'll like put my shower to really cool it at the yeah. end of my hot shower and just like force myself to do it. I've seen this new thing recently, which like, you know, the Victoria's Secret girls, yeah. obviously you're getting ready for the Victoria's Secret show because it's, I think it's in, it's in September. Oh my God. Get oh. me ready to like die. Yeah. It, it honestly kills me every year. I just okay. like, I'm in awe. How do they do it? I know. Like they're perfect. But, so I've been <laughs> watching all their stuff and obviously at, right now they're like really hot on their fitness diet and okay which ones are the best ones to follow i like i go through phases of following hot people and then unfollowing them because i'm just like this makes me feel shit about myself (laughs) i love um romy i don't know romy strid oh my god i i went to a victoria's secret event like last month yeah it was like a pr event and i went and she was there and did you meet her I was too scared. Oh my god! I was like, I'm not gonna go say hi. I'm like, I'm like, I don't want to be a fangirl. I just want to like view from afar. She's like super tall. Her boyfriend was there too. They were like being all cute and kissy together, and I was just like, oh my god, you're perfect. She's so like, she's like an Amazonian woman. Yeah, literally. I haven't seen her in person. Oh my god. Okay, so you follow her? Yeah. So her. um, Who else do I love? I love Elshka Holst. Elsa. Elsa, yeah. I, I so they've been on the grind. Yeah, and also Dev Windsor. What about Taylor Hill? I love, yeah, I love her. I think as well. she's really cute. Um, but yeah, so I've been watching all their stories and stuff, and they've all been doing this thing where each morning they're like icing their face. <gasps> so they're getting like a bucket of um, ice, basically, and it's got a little bit of water in it, but it's literally ice, and they're holding their face down to the bucket and just throwing this ice ice water for how long for 20 seconds i think it is yeah how do you get all that ice i think like, you just have to buy, buy you know you can get buy the bags of ice. yeah and they're doing this thing and to be literally when they lift their face up after doing it you can see that it's already like because obviously it does all the circulation and everything doesn't it and, and it, it calms down the inflammation and yeah. it gets your lymphatic system in yeah your face and they just suddenly look really like Fresh. Fresh face. I'm like, wow, I really, I really want to try it. Okay, um, so I need to try that also. I just bought a jade roller on Amazon. Oh, yeah. And it's coming today, so I'm so excited to get home and do it. I've been listening to the Skinny Confidential podcast. I don't know if you know her. She's this, like, American girl, and she talks about, like, everything. And yeah. I really like her podcast. So she is, like, the biggest person to vouch for facial massage like she's really really into like lymphatic drainage in your face and like she literally won't go a day without massaging her face she has this like little vibrator she uses yeah and it's like you have to like um massage it kind of outwards and down so it goes towards your heart so it like gets rid of the fluid and like down your neck and apparently like you literally look like five pounds lighter after doing it yeah oh my god i want one i have seen people using these things on their face the jade roller yeah so that i'm just gonna keep in my fridge and keep it kind of cool and that's to kind of reduce inflammation i've been like obsessed with this recently because i always wake up a bit a puffy face like i'm quite like round faced yeah so like to have more definition is really really helpful do you find you wake up puff your face when you've eaten different things oh yeah oh 100 eating i i genuinely think what i eat affects every single area of my life including my mental state my relationships my puffiness my body obviously yeah but like my mood everything and like recently i've been really sick so i've been kind of like i've been eating really healthy and like trying to get myself back to good health but like I've just been a little bit more like ugh, because you know when you're sick, you're like yeah. Ugh. So I made like kind of healthy peanut butter cookies last night. It was made with like almond flour, eggs, stevia, um, organic peanut butter, like really good ingredients. 
Um, but like this morning I had two of them <laughs> like at like 9am and I usually don't even eat breakfast and I was yeah, like, what am I doing? And I felt eat. shit. Yeah. I do the intermittent fasting. So like, and I noticed it this morning after eating that, like those two cookies, I was like, okay, like I don't feel that great. I feel a bit slower. Like, you know, eating this as my first meal of the day. Yeah. Especially because I usually intermittent fast. Like, it doesn't make me feel my best. Okay, now I know. I'm not going to be hard on myself. But, like, tomorrow, I know if I have a green yeah. juice or, like, a celery juice, which I've started to do, um, I'm going to feel really light and refreshed and less puffy. Like, your face and your skin, too, and you know this. You yeah. always talk about this. Like, it, it's all about food. And it's all about, like, your envir- the environmental factors in your life. So, it's, like, if you're eating a high, healthy, omega-3 rich diet... Um, you're going to have more glowing skin. If you're doing a really low-fat, processed diet, you're not going to have glowing skin, yeah. like, generally speaking. Yeah. So what do you eat to have glowing skin? This is what I've tried to, like... Because on my Instagram, the main questions I get asked are, like, what moisturizer, what moisturizer are you using to get your skin and what foundation are you using to have your skin? And I'm trying to, like, trying to get it across now that it's not just one product that someone uses like anyone who has good skin it's not just one thing they're doing it's like it's a whole lifestyle so it's how much water you're drinking how much sleep you're getting what your what your diet is um i'm drinking my lemon water right now (laughs) while you speak it's exercise it's um it's your skincare it's your makeup it's it's all these things combined i think because i think stuff like skincare and makeup that's more of like a quick fix but for your skin to really be good from the inside out not just like the surface layer I think that's all like diet and supplements Mm -hmm. and even exercise like about three or four weeks ago I I was going through a phase of really exercising about four or five times a week and my boyfriend was like you look you just look really healthy like facially he's like you just look a lot more awake like your coloring and everything is different your eyes are brighter yeah like everything yeah which that's when I started thinking about it. I was like, well, it really is like a lifestyle thing. It's not just one thing. It's not um, one product you use. Yeah. Totally. So I eat... It's hard because I'll have days where I'm super healthy and I'll have days where I'm so unhealthy. But if I, I know I look my best when I'm eating lots of eggs, avocado, sweet potato, fish... Um, Greens. Lots of vegetables, yeah. I'm trying to think what else. Lots of water, green tea, lemon tea... I find if I, because I love chocolate and I'm obsessed with chocolate and dairy-free chocolate just doesn't do it for me. It doesn't do it for you. It's not, I just, it's just not the same. (laughs) So I'll have these days, these evenings where, because I live with two girls, we'll just be like, screw it, let's just go to the shop, get some dairy milk buttons, some Haribo, everything. And I'll wake up the next day and I will be so puffy, like dairy really puffs me out but also the sugar in that chocolate and you gotta sugar. take into consideration so yeah. then I'll wake up the next morning and I'll say this to my boyfriend I'll be like I almost feel hungover from sugar like I'll feel wake that's up. a thing it's yeah. a thing I swear to god so I at the moment I think literally pretty much today actually I sort of woke up and I was like right I really want to focus on my diet for the next couple of months because I also I've got so many different intolerances so I'm intolerant to gluten and I am intolerant to dairy as well so I'm not supposed to have it 
Hey guys, so sorry for interrupting the podcast. Frankie was just talking about how she's intolerant to gluten and dairy, and I've actually teamed up with York Test Food Intolerance Testing, so I wanted to tell you a bit about it. York Test offers a convenient home-to-lab service. You literally do the test at home, and you send it in, and they test for everything from dairy, yeast, wheat, gluten, different veggies, seeds, nuts, and so much more. According to research carried out by Allergy UK, it's thought that 45% of the UK population has some kind of food sensitivity or intolerance. York Test has been doing this for over 35 years, and they were recently named Best Food Intolerance Company of the Year in 2018. York Test provides two free 30-minute phone consultations with their registered nutritional therapist as a way to optimize your diet after the sample results have been analyzed. Their programs have helped people combat symptoms like bloating, skin issues, fatigue, and more. They have also helped people optimize their sports performance, experience workout gains, and help maintain already in shape bodies. They have a case study section on their site where you can find countless reviews of real people sharing their stories. Some have gotten rid of their reoccurring migraines, constant bloating, numerous skin issues, chronic fatigue, IBS, and more. York Test also offers a money-back promise if no reactions were identified, so you'll only benefit from doing this test. I just sent mine in and I'll find out my results in a few weeks and I'm so excited. The best part is that I've got a code for you that will save you 50 pounds. Just use the code MIMI50, all in capitals, M-I-M-I-5-0, at checkout and you'll get 50 pounds off. Just go to yorktest.com, Y-O-R-K-T-E-S-T, and you'll find everything else you want to know there. This code is valid until the 15th of October, so pick it up before next week. Now back to our episode with Frankie. It's a good one, so listen to the end. But the gluten intolerance affects me internally. The dairy intolerance uh, affects me on my skin, so I get really bad eczema from it. No way. at the moment, I've got the worst eczema. Because I've just had a phase where I've been like, do you know what, I'm just going to eat loads of chocolate. Um, I've got really bad eczema under my arms at the moment. But if I cut dairy out, it just completely... So wait, is it the dairy or the gluten that makes your eczema flare up? Dairy. Dairy, okay. Yeah, so gluten affects me, like, in my stomach. Okay, oh yeah, your digestive tract and then the, yeah. the dairy on really your skin. Yeah, I get really bad bloating. I find it really hard to go to the loo. It really yeah. constipates me. And then, yeah, dairy affects, like, my skin or my face, puffiness, and I just get really bad eczema. You know what? That makes so much sense. Mm. Makes so much sense. Also, dairy has, like, a lot of hormones yeah. in it, and that's never good for skin. Um, but, wow, that's that's crazy how you literally see it. Yeah. And ditto. I feel it, too. Like, if I'm eating, like, a lot of, like, processed food, I, I haven't in a while. I've been really good recently. But if I'm eating more processed food um, and more sugar I just, everything's off balance. Even my mental clarity is off. Like, mm-hmm. my mental state is just, like, not good. Like, I, I won't wake up and want to do my morning routine. Like, I'll wake up and be like, oh, I'm just going to check Instagram for an hour. And it would yeah. just, like, fuck my, fuck my day up. Like, it's crazy, isn't it? It all starts so many that. people have sort of spoken about it more recently and noticed it. Like, two years ago, if someone told me they were got hungover from sugar, I'd be like, I'd laugh. I'd be like, come on, you're crazy. But, like, now it's, like, really a thing. Like, it really does affect people and it, I think it affects your mood swings and everything like because I eat so much sugar or I go through phases of having so much sugar then when I stop I'll have really bad sugar lows and I'll be tired I'll be falling asleep at like 4 p.m I'll have headaches 
and then I'll get over that and then I'll feel so much better but it's, it's like a vicious cycle and I, I I have always struggled with being strict with myself to be like right I know how this makes me feel yeah don't eat it but it's hard. It's really, really hard. It's so hard. But you need to find alternatives. This is the trick. You can't just be full-on healthy, lots of kale, lots of greens, no sugar ever. Like, you just yeah. need to find a balance. And you need to be able to, like, for me personally, just, like, not binge on the chocolate or not, like, overeat on something really bad. Like, if you really, really want milk chocolate, like, have a few bites. You know what I mean? But, like, I think the overdoing it fucks with me as well. Yeah. But the one thing I was going to say... So many people don't realize the sugar hangover and like the, the effect that sugar has on us because they're so used to feeling that way. Like all of these people mm. are so used to feeling shit, but they think that's how they're supposed to feel. They, they think that's how being a human feels. Yeah. So they don't even like want to change. You know what I mean? But it's like now we're both used to being really healthy that when we go back to feeling unhealthy, it's like, oh my God, I feel it's a big so shock. shit. Yeah. It's a shock to the system. But like yeah. those people that do it all the time, like, they don't even know what good feels like. That's that's what that's literally used to be me because I've always growing up. I've always just been like a dessert girl, like I've really loved sweets and chocolate and pudding. Um, so I think the reason why I've noticed it now, rather than a few years ago, is because I have had times where I've been super healthy and completely cut it out. And then obviously I can now compare that to when I'm eating it, so I see like the massive difference. Yeah, but it is hard. Like it is really hard. And it is hard. I envy those girls who can just be that super healthy. Well, you can do it too. <laughs> you can do it too. I'm just, I'm really, with self-discipline, I'm just so bad. Like with anything. Like, oh, come on. You're bad because you're telling yourself you're bad at it. <laughs> you're good at it. Okay, so some more questions that we got a lot, which is kind of on the same topic. Health and fitness. Like what's your health and fitness routine Like when you're being really good? When I'm being good. Like what are some tips and tricks? Like, let's get into specifics. I, I love, like, I've tried two different things. So, at the, at the beginning of the year, I sort of, there's a lot of fancy classes going around London at the moment, isn't there? Like, the workout ones, like, you know, like, Pilates and spinning and hop yoga and all these things. And I've always really struggled to get into it. I've always been like, okay, I'm going to go and I'll go and I just won't go back. And then over summer... I found a PT who does PT sessions outside and I do it just down the road by my house and he it's like real back to basics training so I haven't got a gym membership I literally just work out with him two three four times a week depending on my schedule and what I'm doing and it's it's kind of like army training where it's real there's no fancy equipment at all it's literally just me him got a workout mat and it's a lot of it's a lot of hit training in the sense we do a lot of boxing we do things as simple as walking lunges squats um sit-ups burpees leg raises do you feel like doing more weighted stuff like helps you lose weight more no so this is the thing so do you do do like more hit and cardio to like lose fat what i'm doing at the moment is i've i've never seen a change in my body so quickly so much if that makes sense oh my god so when i was doing pilates and all those different things I didn't really see any difference. I was just like, mm, yeah. yeah, like I'm a bit sore today. But yeah. But then when I was doing this properly with him and I was doing it four times a week when I had a bit more time, like even my boyfriend was like, I can't believe you're, he was like, you're, I can't believe your body has changed that quickly. Like he's like, that's not normal. Oh my God, that's crazy. So now I'm obsessed with like just, yeah, real basic training. And I like it because say there's a day where we can't do the same time because it's that easy and that's simple and there's no equipment that he has which I don't I can just go do it myself okay so tell me like how long is the workout 
do you start with a bit of cardio? Like, what kind of hit exactly? Like, you can't so, do boxing alone. Like, if, if, if one of our listeners, like, wants to do this kind of workout alone. So, it'd be a typical session would literally be going down to the park, taking a, an exercise mat, and, you know, those bands? Yeah, the resistance bands. Resistance bands. I, I love them. I think they're amazing. Um, go down there, warm up, do, like, a quick jog, and then we will do... If I'm with him, he'll just... We'll do suicide runs. Yeah. Just to do a little bit of cardio, like, sprinting, um, for about the first 10 minutes. And then we'll focus on legs. So we'll do walking lunges, squats, um donkey kicks with the band um and then for abs or just do literally just basic sit-ups with like twists uh leg raises um and then we always finish the session with some boxing because i i love boxing it's like great it's my favorite i just find it fun it's so fun hitting a big man (laughs) and i feel good like it just makes me feel good i just feel like i've sort of relieved a bit of stress i guess yeah afterwards um and i also work out I find it really fun working out with a friend, so... Yeah! That's yeah. awesome. That is so fun. Yeah, I'm totally similar. I love boxing. And, like, mm. I feel like Pilates, if I just only did Pilates, I just... It, I feel like it helps tone and lengthen your body. I feel body, like you have, you have to like, be doing something else with it. It's not something yeah. you can just do, like, on its own. Like, you need to be doing a lot of... I think a lot of other exercise as well. I've been running lately. Like, I've done a few runs. So I just did a, ma- a half marathon. Oh, my God, yes. Was that hard? Oh, it was the how hardest many, thing I've ever done. How many miles slash kilometers? Uh, I think it's 13.1 miles. So, so many kilometers. 23 kilometers. Holy shit, that's yeah. hard. I did a 10K last week and I was dead. Yeah, it was really hard because also... Did it take you two hours, three hours? Two hours and 20. Wow. Which I thought was quite... I was like, oh, that's quite bad. But... People were saying it was good. I was like, really? But I just, I wish I trained more for it because I sort of, I signed up to it so far in advance that I almost just forgot about it. Yeah. And this, I, the longest run I did before that run was about 5k. And I really struggled. Shut up. And I was like, well, I'm, I was like, I'm really, I've really screwed myself over Wait, here. you didn't even, you hadn't even done a 10k no, and you just no. ran 23k? <laughs> yeah. So afterwards, when the race How did ended, you do that? And how did your body, like, not collapse? Is it Honestly, so I did it with my boyfriend, and he stayed with me the entire time, which was really nice of him. And it got to it gets to a point where the middle bit of it is the hardest bit, because you can still sort of feel what's going on. That's when you get really tired. But then for the last, like, five miles, your body is literally numb. Like, numb. I couldn't feel my legs. I couldn't feel anything. And the minute I stopped when I got over the finish line... I've never felt pain like that before. Like, my whole body just... It just completely stiffens up. Like, you just... Everything just... You can't move. Like, I couldn't even sit down. And I was suddenly freaking out because I was like, wow, what have I done? I was like, I've really injured myself here. Like, I didn't train. I didn't warm up. Like, there's no warm-up. Because, you know, at marathons, I sort of thought, like, oh, don't they do those big group warm-ups where everyone dances and all these things? For some reason, this didn't happen. Um, And then suddenly, we were just running, and I was like okay we didn't stretch or anything um so yeah everything completely seized up and I was in pain for the whole evening but then <sighs> after a few days I was fine and you had a massage yeah. yeah I just felt oh yeah I was just quite happy I was like wow it kind of made me think like okay if I can run 22 23 kilometers I can now I I, I can go run 10k each week do you know because that's something totally. I've always wanted to do I, I wanted I've always wanted to get back into running and that's why I did the does marathon. it hurt your knees at all because like when I did that 10k like my knee my left knee was kind of hurting and I felt like I was like Ugh. I feel like everyone if you've some people are just prone to like knee 
Okay. Yeah. I'm not. I've never had issues with my knees. Me neither, but, like, randomly. That's just, yeah. Yeah. Also, randomly, too, like, my inner thighs were so sore after running. Hmm. And I was like, Mom, okay. Mom, I just sneeze. I didn't know what that is. What oh, is your calves? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what a calf was. <laughs> and my hamstrings. Oh, my God. <sighs> oh, my goodness. Okay, so next topic we had a lot of questions about relationships. So Frankie and I have both been dating our boyfriends for like a year-ish? Yeah. A year-ish. Around a year, yeah. Around, yeah. And we're both in like happy, healthy relationships. <laughs> so what do you think like the perfect formula is for a healthy, happy relationship? Um, I feel like you just both have to be on the same sort of page. I don't know. I'm, I'm actually not that good at relationships because I obviously before I went – before I was with John, I was I had a really turbulent relationship with so, Jamie. Yeah, and so with John, it's been kind of a learning curve. And Are you the one that makes it turbulent, or is it the other person? I think it was the show. Yeah, the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it was so. It was just not normal. Like I guess it's just not normal to have your relationship broadcast to what like over yeah, a million and people, people trying to make things happen for drama and whatever. yeah, and yeah. It was just crazy. So when I met John, he kind of thought, he thought it was quite weird. And he thought all my ideas and thoughts were really warped. Because he was like, that's not normal. Like, what kind of things do you think that were normal? Just like, I don't know, like, like small things and big things. Like, when you're, to me, if you're going on dates with someone, I would, I, I thought, oh, it's fine. You can date other people at the same time. And like, oh my god, I thought that too when I first yeah, started dating Ben. When you're on the show, you're dating like five different people at once and I don't know, they just you just this that's the issue with the shows like that, is that you have to remember what's real and what's not. And I think that I just I'd done it for too long. My the whole time I'd been on it, I'd been in a relationship and the relationship I was in was completely fucked. Like so fucked. But to me, I was just, when people were telling me it was fucked, I was like, oh my God, that's so rude. Like, no, yeah. we're in love, what are you want about? But then now being with someone else and experiencing something completely normal. Normal and different. I'm now and literally like, like, I'm gobsmacked at is this how like real long, love. Yeah. I was just gobsmacked at how long I stayed in something yeah. for, which was so wrong. Like it was, yeah. So I think this relationship for me has just taught me. I've sort of gone back to being like knowing what's normal in a relationship and back to the old you just being a bit more chilled out and just sort of rolling with it and not overthinking too much I think you just have to respect each other and trust one another trust is the biggest thing yeah which I've struggled with like really after dating Jamie I've really struggled with trusting someone again yeah because and also because all the people in that circle that are made in Chelsea it's not just one person who was messing around and cheating and all these things everyone like, does everywhere. it so you're then surrounded by it so it does become normal like I was I would I think about six months ago if I got cheated on I would I would be like oh like yeah that's normal no it's not normal but not not as in like I'd forgive and be like yeah it's fine it's normal but more I wouldn't be so shocked but now being in a normal relationship and around normal people people don't treat people like that that's not normal no it's not so it would be more of like a wow like do you know what I mean? <laughs> Don't you feel so much, like, happier and just, like, I feel like I'm just such a better person. Yeah. I Being in, like, a healthy relationship, having, like, a more normal kind of life. kinder and, like, more relaxed and just more at ease with myself as well. I feel more me. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> just so, I'm back to my roots. Yeah. You know, my values have strengthened and I've just changed for the better, I think. It's funny, though, because I remember 
when I was first dating John, I used to say to my friends, like, so basically John, he's 29 and he's does modeling. He's also an artist and he's just like tall, dark, handsome. He's gorgeous. Really hot. But he's also a really nice guy, which for me is like, what, where did I find him? That's like so hard to find. Yeah. So then when he was showing all this interest at the start and I wasn't as into it, I used to say to my friends. Had me? So my best friend from home, from uni, was dating his best friend. Okay. So they introduced us and now okay. they're not dating. So you used to good. save your friends what, when you guys first met? So when we were first dating, I'd be like to all my friends, oh, I just don't get why he's so into me. I don't get why yeah. he likes me. Like, I found it weird. I was like, why is he being so nice to me? Like, I almost found it a turn off because I was so used to being surrounded by like absolute fuckheads. Yeah. So I used to be so baffled by it and they always used to be like, that's just, it's just normal, Frankie. Like, that's that's how you should be treated. Like, you don't find that weird. Don't find that turn off. Like, that is just yeah. normal. So, yeah, it's just... Yeah, I just think it's been a big learning curve. Yeah. Relationships are hard, though. They are. Like, what, what do you struggle with? I think... Like, do you guys fight often? We go through phases. Like, we're one of those couples that... When we spend more time together, we fight less. And when we're apart, we fight a little bit more. But if we argue, it's all over. It's just over, like, little things. Like, we're just very different. Like, he's very relaxed, chilled out, very into, like, positive energy and all these things. And I'm quite, not hectic, but I'm quite, like, if something upsets me, I'll say it straight away. I'm sort of one of the, I'm a bit of a tantrum thrower. Whereas, yes. so, if I'm in a bad mood about something, he'll try and calm me down by talking about positive energy and that doesn't work for me it makes me more angry because I'm just one of those people that I just want someone to sit there and listen and be like yeah Yeah. what a bitch or oh yeah how dare they you know rather than be like Frankie think about it this way and that way and I just don't work with that I got it but so we argue about stuff like that it's a pretty good massive problem to have in a relationship (laughs) if that's the biggest one yeah that's so funny yeah Yeah. but I think it, it really just it's the right person and right time. And if you find both of those things at the same time, yeah. I think it's, you know, Do you a recipe argue? for success. Um, Yeah, we argue. I think everyone does, right? But if we didn't argue, I'd be bored. Yeah. I'm so happy we argue sometimes. We don't argue all the time, but, like, when we do, it's, like, fiery and passionate. Yeah. Like, I love arguing with Ben sometimes. <laughs> it's just, like, there's some spark. And you want to know why I love it so much? Because the next day... Or that next week, week or weekend, we are so in love. Yeah. Like, more than ever. We fall even more in love with each other after, like, fighting and resolving it. Yeah. So, we'll, like, go through a big phase of, like, being really upset. And then we both realize how much we love each other. And then we're just like, okay, like, now, like, we can be more in love. And it's, like, the most movie moment, passionate love ever after we fight. Yeah. But and he, the thing that's great about Ben and I as well is that we both really self-reflect after arguments or if the other person's like listen I don't like how you did that well, both of us will self-reflect and we'll be like we'll really internally look at ourselves and be like okay is it wrong that I said that is it wrong that I feel this way how is how does the other person feel and like that has literally saved us like yeah. I it's so fucking powerful to think that way and just See, not that, be close-minded I'm, I'm bad at that really I'm very much like if something's upset me I'm very much like oh it's his fault like it's I never he's very good at self-reflecting like he'll think about it and he'll be he'll change whereas I'm I think my mind's quite immature in that sense and it is something obviously that I definitely want to well that can change yeah that's easily changed but it's funny because he also he's he's very much he doesn't he thinks it's weird that couples argue he's obviously been in 
I don't know if it's, you know, with a guy, I don't know if it's how they've been brought up or like previous relationships or maybe they're friends, but there are some guys who are very not, like really intolerant or not, what's the word? Intolerant, yeah. Or really don't tolerate arguing with a girl at all. Like to him, he's like, couples don't argue. They shouldn't argue. It should be all very calm and this. And I'm very much like, no, like at least like arguing with someone is because you care and because it's passion and it's like. And I think you guys are pretty good for each other. You both bring something to the table. (laughs) Yeah, you make it can more also calm, you make him more crazy a lot as well yeah but yeah I think a lot of the things I got asked were actually about breakups really about like how to deal with breakups and stuff okay um I've never really had a big breakup before I Ben's like my first legitimate boyfriend yeah so you you take this one Frankie <laughs> you take this one breakups are always really tricky because you have all your people around you telling you you're better than him and it's fine, like you'll be over it in a second and all these different things. And when you're in that situation, people telling you those things just don't help because you just you just don't believe a word that they're saying. You're like, there's no way. And you kind of think that your life's sort of over. And like, because when I, so when I broke up with Jamie about a year ago now, actually, over a year ago, yeah, I think we broke up in the Vibetha yeah um I was very much for about when it first happened I was very much like screaming crying I was like devastated and I was like oh my god no I was supposed to marry you suddenly all these feelings come to your head like I never really thought I was going to marry him but the moment we broke up I was suddenly like oh my god I was going to marry him Mm. do you know all these things and you sort of just your mind is evil like it's so evil what it does to you and you just think all these different things but Within, like, a few days, I was fine, which is weird. But I just think... It took only a few days to get over him. Yeah, it was really bizarre. But I think you might... Maybe that's just the way you deal with things. For three days, you're, like, so I get upset. it all out. You get all it all out. out. Yeah. That's healthy to let go of those emotions. But also, I got over it super quick as well. Because but how do you do that? before. Oh, yeah, So true. I've been through it a few times with him. But I think when I've gone through breakups before, the best thing I've done is I haven't gone out and got drunk and... You know, with other guys. No, I've just really focused on myself and being super healthy, sleep, getting lots of good sleep, being around friends. But I just completely cut alcohol alcohol out. That's so smart. It's a depressant. Like it yeah. depresses you. So yeah, in the moment you want to go get fucked up after a breakup, but then the next morning you're so you're hungover. I, so I've done that before, and then I've been hungover, and that's when it really is really hard for you I think so that's why now when I've gone through other things with guys I've literally been like right no alcohol self-care workout loads eat healthy because the more you feel good about yourself the more you feel good about the situation absolutely um that's so powerful and so true yeah so that's like the biggest thing I think it's just alcohol is the devil and as long as you stay away from that and just fill your time obviously you want to be busy and going and doing things but do things that are like self-care or like go on so it's easy to be like oh yeah book a holiday but just do yeah just Get your really look after often. yourself yeah. start like another task or project like and also I find a lot of people say oh you should wait to speak to other guys like, I've always found like you know when you're going when you've just gone through a breakup the one thing you miss and it's a quite a big deal is actually just speaking to someone like that is a big because you're obviously when you're with someone you're speaking to them every day and you're speaking like all day every day pretty much and then when you sort of when you break up with someone that's one you feel a bit lonely because you're not speaking to someone they become your best friend especially with longer term relationships for over a year like 
I know now Ben is my best friend, and he is just texting me right now, actually. <laughs> He's so sweet. He's just like, I like to squeeze you in your little face. Aww. <laughs> I love him. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so in love. I'm so in love. Um, if I ever get texts, it's like sexual. Like, I want to do that. <laughs> oh, my God. So funny. What were we just talking about? I'm all flustered. <laughs> um, love. Boy. Oh, yeah. You become like best friends yeah you just, it's, well, it's, it's like, like having someone there 24 7 because you speak to them more than you speak to anyone best anything. friends like yeah. you're doing everything together you're in love you're in this romantic physical and also best friend relationship it's like the best of every world so it's like when that comes crashing down hell yeah you're gonna be upset yeah. but you just need to realize this happened for a reason you're obviously not together for a reason yeah. he's not the one because you broke up the one that you're gonna end up marrying or being with forever or loving is not going to treat you the way that this person did. It's not going to do these certain things. They're not going to break up with you. They're not going to accept to break up with you. Yeah. They're not going to have these flaws that, that they have that really affect you. And like, to be honest with you, the way that I like to think of it, like in the past, like I've dated guys and it didn't end up well, um, obviously, but I never really had a massive breakup. But what I would tell myself every time one of those other things ended is, all right, Mimi, you're one step closer to the guy you're supposed to be with now. This is why I always say, I always, and this has happened to me every single time, something better and someone better is always going to come along. You're never going to downgrade. You're always going to upgrade. Yes. So that should, you should kind of use that to like excite yourself and be like, cool. Some, yeah. Someone else is going to come along and they're going to be better looking, funner, nicer, kinder, all these different totally. things. And yeah. Absolutely agreed. Yeah. I'm just like so happy that I feel like, Ben had to go through his past relationships and, like, learn a lot. And I feel like I've done a lot of, like, self-development work. And, like, we're both at this point where, like, we're, we're just really in line. Like, yeah. our visions are really in line. And, like, yeah, I just – I'm listening to my voice speak right now. And I'm so sick. And I sound so <coughs> shitty. <laughs> we're both, like, coughing and, like <laughs> – Oh, my God. Sorry for the audio. But, <laughs> yeah, so it's great. And – so let's go back to, like, the beginning stages of when you were dating John. Like, how long did it take for you to, like, sleep with him? Like, were you – what do you do at the beginning of relationships? So Are you more, like, keeping he, it in or, like, do you kind of – I'm very close, I think. Yeah. I I, I think with, with him, he was the first guy that I, I went on a date with and I didn't know him before. Oh, so you were on a blind date? Well, no, like, as in, I knew who he was. But you didn't really. But I hadn't, I hadn't, I wasn't, like, before when I've dated guys, I've always been friends with them, and then they've asked me on a date. Whereas he was completely no mutual friends other than my best friend. Yeah. And her boyfriend at the time. But, like, completely different circles, no crossovers, didn't know who any of his exes were. Did he know who you were? So, he says he didn't, but <laughs> you he never did. know. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, it was completely like, I went round to his house on our first date and he cooked me dinner. Wow, that's a pretty intimate first date. You went to his and he cooked for you? Well, this, it basically, it happened. he wanted to take me out, but I just bought a puppy. So I didn't want to leave it for like an hour or two hours or three hours or whatever. So if we did it at his house, I could take it with me. Um, and yeah, it was really nice. Didn't kiss. Like, I'm not like that. And we didn't drink. Didn't have any alcohol. That's amazing. Second what a perfect date, first date. Exactly the same thing. Didn't drink. But I think we kissed. Yeah. I think it was about... It's like two days later. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, and then third date, which was like... 
probably about three weeks off because then I went away with work. I went to Tuscany with the show mm. and he went somewhere as well. So we didn't see each other for about two weeks. And then the third time, that's when I sat with him, which I don't know, is that early? No, that's but fine. All three times was completely sober. Like no That's alcohol, amazing. Which is weird, right? Which also just like sparks a deeper connection, I think. Yeah. Well, I just think I definitely... I've never really done it that way. I've always sort of met someone and then you see them out and you're drunk and all these different things. Whereas with him, it was very much it's like, like a new mature way of dating someone. I feel like you just, well, there's, you're sober, so you're not going to regret it the next day. Yeah. You're not going to like, and you can, you're actually yourself. Yeah. Because I think you can sort of mask a lot of things with alcohol. So when you meet someone and you're a bit tipsy or whatever, you're, you're not you. Whereas yeah. when they meet you and you're like, it's you, it's like raw, like you're, there's, like there's no layers yeah. or like masking or anything so I love that so much because also I found when you've when I've had a boyfriend before and the first time I've slept with them I've been a bit tipsy or whatever it, I then it's more awkward when and I say no but then when you do sleep with them sober it's like a, it becomes like a thing like oh have you had sex with them sober yet yeah. do you know what I mean whereas obviously no I think it must be it's because I'm older as well I love sober sex yeah like way more than drunk sex I like don't remember the last time I had drunk sex. <laughs> I don't remember the last time I got drunk. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then we just we were dating for a while. Like I was really reluctant to get in a serious relationship again, and also because I was on the show and it was very tricky. I sort of had to choose between being single and being on the show and dating people in that sort of circle, or because John wouldn't do it. No, he would never. Big like, no no. He's quite. He sort of saw the effect it had on me and was like, first of all, he's like, I cannot believe you did that like I just I can't he's like I don't know why anyone would put themselves through reality television like it's really mental health yeah tough. so and then so yeah he's very much like he would never do it so I had to sort of make that decision so I put it off by just keeping me and him quite casual for a while oh yeah but we weren't seeing other people we we're just seeing each other but it wasn't there's no like I love you or like do you think you left MIC for him like because he was the biggest reason I think not I didn't leave it it to be with him but he definitely made me feel comfortable in making that decision in the sense that for pretty much since I started I was very up and down with it I was it was not in my plans at all it happened I was thrown into it because I was dating one of the main guys and I just sort of went along with it and the whole time every week I'd probably call one of my friends up or my parents or the show and be like I don't want to do this anymore it's too stressful I don't remember so many times you were like about to leave yeah I literally, I wanted to leave so bad for so long, but I just felt kind of like I couldn't. You were like, stuck. I was, first of all, for the first two years I was doing it, I was with Jamie. So I kind of was stuck that way. So I was like, well, they follow the relationships. We're in a relationship. It's going to have to be that way. And then obviously me and him broke up and I wanted to try it being single because I thought, you know what, well, it could be quite fun being on it single because you're not as emotionally involved. Yeah. Which I did. But then, yeah, it just got to a point where I was just like, I found a new guy. I've, he's made me feel so secure in myself that I don't need this TV show anymore and that I have so much more to offer than just being on a TV show and all these different things. And that gave me the confidence to be like, okay, do you know what? It's time to say goodbye. So that's how it happened. Great. Yeah, wow. I think it's good for a phase of life, but it's not... It's Doing reality TV is not the only thing like someone should be doing. I think you should always have side projects if you're doing yeah. it or like just really keeping on top of your mental health mm. and making sure that show is right for you and you're not just doing it for a quick kind of way into fame or money yeah. and 
it's really like I think it's the same with anyone being in the public eye you just yeah. have to really be careful and remember your values and not get sucked into anything and just keep a level head and which so I found when I was on tv that I really couldn't drink alcohol because I wanted to keep my head as healthy and level-headed as possible to be able to deal with the daily struggles of getting trolled on Instagram or watching myself on tv and being really pissed off about the way they cut something or I just wanted to keep a completely level head so that's when I started being a lot more healthy as well totally yeah it makes so much sense all right we're at 45 minutes i think (laughs) this podcast is reaching its time thank you so much for coming on i am so happy about this conversation i think so many people are going to learn so much and you know it's nice as like reality people to actually you know speak our truth and not get all cut up yeah (laughs) and then posted so hopefully you guys learn a bit more about frankie today (laughs) and how she really is and yeah i will speak to you guys next time bye